You're listening to the Going Offsides podcast. Your home for lacrosse news, stories, and everything in between. We'll be back after a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Level Across. Are you ready to take your game to the next level? Level Across has innovative products at an unbeatable price. From their aviator travel stick that fits in a backpack to their Apex rebounder that comes with its own carrying case. Need something more traditional? Their Altitude Complete Stick provides an aerospace aluminum alloy stick, a pre-strung head, and a lifetime warranty for only $49.99. And for every item purchased, Level donates sticks, equipment, and daily essentials to programs in need all over the U.S. and overseas. Order yours today at levellax.com, spelled L-V-L-Lax.com, and use code G-O-S for 10% off your order. All right, John, we're back here, our third edition of the NAI Lax Updates, and it was it was a busy week. There's a lot more games going on a lot more often, so that's been nice. Uh, let's just start off talking about the games in order. So first game of the week was St. Andrews against Montreat. Final score 12-5 in favor of St. Andrews. What What's this game kind of tell you? I think it was like the first indicator for this season that St. Andrews has greatly improved. Mm-hmm. I mean, I only watched bits and pieces of it, but their offense is really clicking. Um, especially in transition, they're very dangerous. I noticed that too. I didn't see like a, a really big weak point on the team to this to this point of the season. Um, what I did see is that they're pretty good all over the field. And we'll talk about them a little bit more later and how that, that has kind of like been reinforced by more games that they played this week. So moving on, we had St. Ambrose, which is number nine against Taylor. And they played that in Indiana with a whole bunch of games. And the final score was 20 to six in favor of St. Ambrose, St. Ambrose. Yeah, I think that was one of the ones that really showed us that Ambrose is for real. I mean, I think back to a couple years ago and I look back and maybe that game's a little closer than 20 to six. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, I mean, I think St. Ambrose is very good. I think they're a top 10 team. It's really hard for me to know where Taylor is as a program because, you know, different head coach um, than they had in the past. Don't know how much of that roster is the same. It's just, it's very difficult to read that program at the moment. So a quality win for sure for St. Ambrose. I mean, 20 to six, well done, but what does that mean? We'll find out later in the season, I guess. Moving on. We had number six, Indiana tech against receiving votes, Missouri Baptist. And this one, uh, this one was all tech. I mean, 21 to three. Granted, it was pretty much a, it was a road game for MOBAP. But I mean, receiving votes against number six, you would assume it'd be closer than an 18 goal game. Yeah, I think going in, I had it at 14 to nine or something to that extent. I was expecting maybe a five or six goal win for Indiana Tech. MOBAP looked pretty solid last year. And then I just, I don't know what's happened to start the season. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to jump to conclusions too early here. I mean, Indiana Tech plays fast. They play loose. I I caught a good part of that game, and it really did seem like the offense was clicking on all cylinders, and things were just going really well. I don't know if Mobap was able to really match up with the offensive talent of Tech, so maybe it was 
you know, maybe that score was uh, amplified by the matchup, but only time will tell. Next, we had Indiana Tech again a day later against number nine, St. Ambrose, and this one was one of the better games of the weekend. Indiana Tech was able to pull away with that one nine to five. Yeah, there was one that I was very interested in seeing. I thought this one could have gone either way going into it. Um, Ambrose played pretty solid. I'd say the big difference is Indiana Tech is just so athletic at the midfield. That's going to cause a lot of problems for a lot of teams. And then also Indiana Tech seemed to have the time of possession edge as well. Yeah, they were attacking early. They were attacking often. I mean, they pushed the transition. And if it's not there, they really like to settle it down and start working some sets. So I think that uh, that game went about how we thought it would, roughly, when you've got a six against a nine. I think both teams are trending upwards, so I wouldn't doubt it if we see both of them rise uh, in the standings over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think both could definitely end up being tournament teams. All right, next we have Taylor and MoBap, all part of that you know Grand Park turn- mini kind of tournament that they were having there. And uh, Taylor ended up pulling away with this one, 16-13 over MoBap, who was receiving votes. So really wild weekend where Taylor loses by 14 goals to Ambrose, MoBap loses by 18 goals to Tech, and then Taylor edges MoBap 16-13. So again, I, I think this is a situation where maybe MoBap is going to fall a little bit maybe not receiving votes for the next couple of weeks, but that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, they can't win some games and, and fight their way back. It's really early in the season. And as we know this year, unlike any other is just strange because of everyone's practicing differently and started practice at a different time. And, and it's just kind of crazy. So anything can still happen. Um, then we had to today's games, which today was a really fun day on a Sunday for any Isle lacrosse. We had St. Andrews against Cumberlands. Why don't you tell us about that one? Yeah, the final on this one was Cumberland 16 to 10. And up until probably about the third, late third quarter, it was a back and forth affair. I mean, I was a little bit surprised at how good, good St. Andrews offense was. They honestly probably, I don't know if they could have won it, but they could have definitely made it a two or three goal game if they could have done a little bit better job clearing the ball. But man, Aldrich Chang is for real. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, obviously we had the backup goalie in for Cumberlands and he played, honestly, I thought he played really well. Maybe one goal he wanted back. It was a high bouncer from the edge of the box, but overall, I think that he played very well. I don't know the final save percentage, but uh, that was a question mark going into this. They also got Popovich into the lineup for Cumberland. So he was a contributor right away. I yeah, think there are quite a few assists. Yeah, I think the real question mark moving forward for them, and, and it remains to be the question mark, is can the defense as a unit gel and keep the other teams in check and keep them in check early? Because we know that the offense can do it, especially when they work the ball and they don't settle for these outside shots, which Again, I think when they play really well, it's when they work the ball. I think when they struggle, it's when they're really rushing shots from the outside or they kind of settle. And I think that's going to be something to watch. Yeah, I would agree with that. The main concern for me would probably be finding maybe one more midfielder Mm -hmm. to contribute. And maybe that's the other Popovich. I know only one of them played today, I believe. And that uh, 
need to improve the polls a little bit. Maybe drop number eight down to stud LSM to close D. Yeah, well, it's hard to do when when he's taking so many faceoffs too. Because I, I realized today that he was taking a couple of draws as well. But you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And uh, maybe maybe they have the luxury of moving him down, and maybe they don't. But I, I have a feeling he's going to be on the field at all times moving forward. And then the uh, little afternoon nightcap, if you will, was Kaiser against receiving votes, Tennessee Wesleyan. Kaiser, 19, Tennessee Wesleyan, 13. I think we were both a little bit surprised at how close this game was. We all know Kaiser can score. And we had, uh, you know, until that Reinhardt game, we thought the defense was doing really, really well. And I mean, I guess holding Reinhardt to 12 goals is, is good. But I think if there's an area for improvement for Kaiser, it's definitely just solidifying that defense a little bit. And for Tennessee Wesleyan, I think everyone's underselling that program right now. So they're, they're catching teams off guard. I think, you know, I can't put my finger on what exactly they're doing, but I, I think for sure they're giving teams a much harder, a much more of a run for their money than, than they expect. Yeah. I think it's a classic example of a team where they're not necessarily great at everything, but they're not bad at anything either. Mm -hmm. So I think that just goes a long way. It helps when you have that home grass field that a lot of teams aren't used to playing on right now. Yeah, that's true. And as far as Kaiser goes, I was really glad to see the offense get going 19 after putting up one the day before. That's a, quite a turnaround. And I mean, some, sometimes you worry about lingering after effects when you have such a bad day the day before. Yeah, and then let's look forward to this week because we have quite a few games this week. Uh, we, you know, the schedule keeps changing every single day, but we got a couple of good games coming up. You know, you and I talked before about how Cumberland's and Santa Heights, that one got pushed back a week. So we were both looking forward to that one, but I think the one, if we're going to highlight one for this week, it's definitely going to be Columbia against receiving votes, Madonna and Madonna's making the road trip out there. And, uh, that's quite a road trip. And you have questions about Madonna's defense. I think this is a great way for Columbia to get started, but this is also a trap game because Madonna lives for this type of stuff because, you know, if things start going bad for Columbia, Madonna could easily win this one by 10, just because that's the way that they kind of approach every game, right? They're just coming to absolutely create chaos in a way. And uh, I think they love the, this role of maybe not being the favorite team, which, you know, for the past couple of years, they've been favored in a lot of the games that they've played in. Yeah. And I think we're going to see something similar to the Madonna of old offensively, where you got Colgin Jell, former player of the year back, Harry Dyson back, um, Ian Rush back. I mean, you have most of the top talent on that team healthy and ready to go. And I mean, they're a run and gun team. They're going to shoot early and often. It wouldn't surprise me to see at the end of the game, they've put up 45, 50 shots. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely trying to get as many goals as possible and they love filling up that stat sheet. So I agree with you. I would not be surprised if they have, I would put the over under on shots probably at 45 for Madonna next week. So um, another game that 
a couple other games that we we can point out are you know Missouri Valley Benedictine, so that that could be a good one because there's a lot of question marks around Missouri Valley, and Benedictine. We're waiting to make sure that they're for real because we think they are at number seven, but uh, we want to see we want to see it in action. You know, we only have a scrimmage so far, right? Yeah, that's correct. So far, we've only seen the Benedictine uh, scrimmage. They look pretty solid in that one. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen anything from Valley yet. Haven't had any games, but here and they're doing a little bit better in practice. So excited to see them get going. Awesome. Well, to all the people listening, make sure you turn into tune into some of those streams. I know that uh, they can be a little rough sometimes, but you've got some schools doing really, really good ones. Shout out to you know the Ki- the Kaisers and Cumberlands of the world. They do great streams. So make sure you tune into as many as you can, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, give us a review, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Going Offsides.